Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It is the daily. It is Freaky Friday. And we have a special guest once again, maybe the most special guest this time of year. It is new Ohio State signee Luke Montgomery, not Berm. He's always part of this. And he he and I are going to talk to uh, the offensive tackle, highly rated and a new member of the Buckeyes. Luke, first of all, congratulations and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Berm, of course, has been pestering you for probably four years or so now. Three. So he's trying not to jump in right here because I know he's got a lot of things to say. And you've known him, obviously, much longer than you have me. I got nothing to say. I just want to you know, make <laughs> sure that people understand that the work that Luke put into this class uh, should not be forgotten. Ryan Day talked about that uh, on Wednesday at the, at the signing day press conference. Luke, for your perspective, when you get up there and you're watching it, I assume, from home or wherever you were, like... Was it cool to finally hear the coaches be able to talk about you and talk about you publicly instead of having to act like it's some secret that you guys know each other? Um, I think it was pretty cool just the fact that he gave us all props and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's just a part of it. I'm like super relieved that everyone signed yesterday. And, um, you know, we got a, we got a really good class. And I think people are starting to realize that in a way because a lot, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these schools are, getting a lot of guys and maybe they're, they are doing it the right way. Maybe they're not, but we know for sure that like us big 10 schools, most of us at least are, especially Ohio state. Um, we're doing it the right way and we still have a top five class. And I feel like people need to realize that, that we did that without selling bribes of money and stuff like that. Look, let me ask you just what, before we dive, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this topic because I know it's something that is a, a hot button issue, but, how frustrating is it for you? Because you have been the de facto leader of this class since you committed. How frustrating has it been to feel like you were so close on a handful of guys that like you you felt very solidly wanted to join this class, but ultimately decided they just couldn't? Like, how hard was that for you guys when you're building these relationships? Yeah, you know, I think it was really hard, but that's just the recruiting game. I know, I'm, we almost felt like us kids that were committed almost felt like coaches in a way. You know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. And it's just that day and age where it's it's tough. I mean, a lot of a lot of aspects go into the play now of um, where a kid wants to go to school. And um, I think, we, like I said, I think we ended it with a great class. And I think something that people need to also realize is development in Ohio State is crucial. And it really does not matter about what the stars are. And if you really want to worry about the stars and see us with the top five class that did it all the right way and stuff like that. So I just need to, I just want people to relax and just hop <laughs> off that, find someone something else to worry yeah. about. Yeah, Luke, there was a lot of negativity and I was trying to talk Berm off the ledge this week. Like <laughs> it's not that bad. According to Rivals, and it's not the only recruiting service, the per player average for Ohio State is number one in the country. That seems pretty good. You didn't sign 30 players like some others, so the overall rankings are skewed. But as you're talking about, Luke, the 20 of you that are in, on board here, all pretty, pretty good players. They're going to help Ohio State. And I think that probably there's a lot of pride in that amongst your class is what you're getting at. Right. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it's just I think it's a special class in general. I think we all want to be there for the right reasons. And you can't make that better. That's like what really what a brotherhood definition is in the culture. And it just shows the culture at Ohio State. And I think there's other, a couple other schools like that right now as well. And, you know, that just do it the right way. And, you know, we're going to lose some kids to some things. And maybe maybe that, maybe that it was the right things that, may, hey, maybe that school just fit them better. But maybe it might have been others. We don't really know. I don't want to – I don't want to get any, like, too, too <laughs> many anything because there's no reason to. But, 
you know, I'm happy for those guys because I still I still talk to them and I still have relationships with them even when even if they went to other schools and that's the beauty about um, just the recruiting process now and especially that that portal is open because you never know what's going to happen in the next couple of years and um, those kids might end up coming to the high state because we were the second option to probably half the recruits in the country to be honest with you I don't I mean it just seemed like it at least so. <laughs> Luke, you know, the relationship game is something that you've been very, very good at from the start. I wrote a story about you two years ago when you got offered by Ohio State um, about your little black book uh, of, of everyone that, that you have gotten to know, not just in the college football recruiting process, but because of your time playing <laughs> AAU basketball with LeBron James's you know, program in Ohio. Yep. You, more than anyone else, I think, understand – this this landscape and i that's why i wanted to make sure that you were on the show to talk about it but when, yeah. when you deal with all this stuff how was it for you personally to have to i mean did you get these sort of pushes from other schools or was it because here he is you're finley ohio you're center of the class you're the leader do people sort of just say hey we know that this isn't going to work <clears throat> in this case and, and back off yeah um honestly i think if if i if i showed them a little bit of I think I showed a lot of resistance to that and just told him no um after I committed you know a couple couple guys still reached out um I would say the normal suspects um <laughs> but um after after that you know I just told him uh thank you very much or thank you for your time but I'm really locked in Ohio State and I wanted to make sure they knew that I really took the time in the process to make sure Ohio State was the right school for me like I didn't just jump on board right out of the gate and I think that's a huge reason of why I'm here right now, obviously, still, is because, like, I'm not going to leave a school once I'm committed. If you're committed, like, that's the def a definition of a commitment is, like, you're not going to leave. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? It's, but obviously that, that that's changed now. And, um, you know, I'm a huge believer in just if you're going to commit to a school, you got to stay there unless something catastrophic's happened. And obviously Ohio State, nothing happens. So why would I leave, you know? Like, it's, it's a great spot for me. And. Um, I think the other 19 commits are the same exact way. Luke, when you're in a, I don't know, commit or signee now group chat with the, the rest of your class and those Buckeyes, how many notifications per day are we getting on the phone? Uh, a lot. You know, I think we're all really <laughs> excited, especially my guy, Caden. Caden McDonald's, a, he's a, he's a, I don't even know, dude. He's so funny. <laughs> um, he's always, he's always blowing up the phone or. You know, Bryson Rogers, um, he does too, and Noah, and just Will, Josh, Austin. I mean, the whole crew, Miles. I mean, you know, obviously I talk to Miles, Josh, and Austin. That's that's a daily basis. I mean, we have our own group chat. We know we're going to be all rooming, rooming in about 14 days together. So <laughs> um, I'm glad we've built the bond there, and um, it'll be a fun fun couple years with them. Is it hard to believe that that's 14 days away for you? Yeah, I, it's it's pretty crazy. I've been trying to – trying to work at my best with conditioning, just like working out. I work out in the mornings and then I work out in the afternoon. Um, but you know, they, they told me nothing as long, as much as you try, like you're not going to be used to it here because it's more of a mental game. So I was like, yeah, I, I can see that. So it will be, it will be an interesting first winter. I'll say, you know, for you guys, when you start to think about you, Austin, Saravel, Josh Padilla, Miles Walker, sharing a dorm room in 14 days, What's your biggest concern? Like, what? Is, what is your? Are you just worried that someone's a slob? Are you worried that someone's yeah. just disgusting and doesn't clean up after themselves? How have, how many conversations have you guys had about, dude? You just need to not smell or something like that. Oh, uh, we've had we've had a good amount of conversations just on the fact that 
I was like, I'm not a big go out guy. And I think I'm thankfully, I think they're, they're the same exact way. I'm like, you guys better not be going out on freaking three, three week nights a weekend, like stuff like that. Like I can't do that. I'm going to put the do not disturb sign on my door and I'm going to lock it. And if you're not back by this time, he ain't getting in. So you better find, <laughs> find somewhere, so some girl's house to stay at or something. But I just think, well, I, no, I think, I think that's part of college too, Luke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but I think, I think we've built a really good bond and we're all pretty similar in a lot of ways, which is obviously really, really helpful for all of us. And, you know, I think we, we bought our whiteboards, we bought our stuff. We're going to study together, obviously, because it's a lot of not only physically, but mentally exhausting and mentally we're going to have to figure out a lot of plays because, you know, you never know where that dude's going to line up in front of you. Just, it makes a, just a tiny bit difference in the whole, your whole blocking assignment or pass pro assignment becomes different as well. So I'm excited to share a room with these guys. It'll be pretty fun. Bill well, Anderson has joined us. Let, let, <laughs> let's just dive in uh, because I know Bill wants to talk about serious things, but I have one more question before we get into the in- X's nose of, of college football and playing offensive line. Who's like, who's going to be the chef in your room? I mean, did you guys figure out who's the, who cooks, who cleans? How do you know yeah. that going into it? Miles, uh, he, he's a pretty good chef. And I was like, you better teach me, man. Like, I know how to cook some eggs. And I do these nice Hawaiian, like, roll things with some glaze of um, some garlic sauce on them, which are pretty good. But that's about it. Like, I, I know how to maybe do some burgers and stuff. But, like, I heard Miles, Miles is hyping himself up. So, if he's, if he's any trash, then there's going to be some problems. Because <laughs> has, he, has he said what his favorite, like, his, his go-to dish is yet? He he does a lot of T bone steaks, he says, and oh. stuff like that. So I was like, okay, man, okay. Yeah, like, they do it big in Connecticut, Luke. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Cuisine hotbed. <laughs> uh, Bill it's the Landis, barbecue capital of New England. Yeah, yeah Bill Landis uh, is with us, and you know, Austin and, and I, Luke, are sort of like, you know, not savants when it comes to offensive line play. Bill considers himself definitely not uh, a learned offensive line watcher. On Monday, we were talking about the signing class, and I mentioned to Bill that I thought your NFL future could be at center. I've told you this before. You know that I've, I believe that I watched you play one game at center in, in your junior yeah. season, and I said, yeah. man, th- th- there's a future here. And Bill said he's been thinking about that ever since. So I want to let Bill <laughs> kind of ask you about stuff about the <laughs> offensive line before I continue to ramble about dumb stuff. Well, well, I appreciate I appreciate that, bro. I'm I'm not a I wouldn't consider myself a, a savant, Luke. I'm just I'm just an appreciator of of the craft, and I feel like yeah. you guys you guys don't get enough attention for what you do, and I like to shine a light on that. Um, so listen, like I know you want to tackle is the glamour position. I get that you should get your yep. start to to try to play tackle. But if I told you that I thought you might win a Remington Trophy, would you find that offensive? No, not at all. I mean, I'm I'm open to playing any position. Honestly, I I really don't care what it what it is. Okay, See? good because I because Berm Berm has spoken into existence, and he mentioned the name <laughs> Jason. He mentioned the name Jason Kelsey. You're bigger than Jason Kelsey. The Jason Kelsey is like six two. I um, think like I'm up to right now. I think I've grown a little bit more. I'm probably like six five and a half right now. Like no oh, it's, it's getting close. Push, like that's pushing it. Yeah, push. Yeah, I'm I'm up to like two ninety. I weighed like two ninety six yesterday, so I'm getting up there. You're gonna be as you big as Dewan soon. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'll be that. That's huge. I don't even know. Eighth one of the world. <laughs> Here's things people don't know about Luke, that your brother Ryan obviously is a 2025 quarterback at Finley who has an Ohio State offer looking at Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. 
but you might have a better throwing arm than Ryan, correct? Oh, I mean, accuracy-wise, heck no. Uh, if I could throw, like, if I get a nice spiral on it and it doesn't duck, then I could probably throw farther than him. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen you chuck it, like, 70 yards. I know yeah. you can throw it. Have you ever, have you been, um, like, have you been working on a tackle, like, pass play? Um, you know, we had, we had one in called the Johnson, and it, you know, it just never, never made a pass practice. So, but we did have one in. I like how Berm said he was going to turn it over to Bill to talk about offensive line play <laughs> and then only let him ask one question. Yeah, and then well, decided to start a sibling rivalry on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, why Bill, does your brother what? stink? <laughs> Bill, go back and get into the serious X's and O's business. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I think I think this is fun. I didn't I didn't have very many serious uh, X's and O's questions. I guess I will I will ask you this look like when you try to project out your future, like you want to get, you want to start a tackle, right? I think, I think everyone wants to kind of get that shot to yeah. start a tackle to see, to see if that's, right. if, that, if that can take. Um, mm -hmm. How, I guess, throughout this entire process, as you talk to Ohio State and other schools, I guess, like, how open were you to potentially not playing tackle if it came to that? Or are you like, I got to do this. This is, this is, I'm locked into this. I got to try it and make it work. Oh. No, I'm, I'm open to do anything, honestly. Um, you know, I actually played – I think I played guard. I played guard most of the season last year. And then I played center twice in two games. And then I played tackle. And then I played right side. I played right tackle. And surprisingly, over this past year, just working on technique stuff with um, some of my coaches, I'm starting to, like, feel like the right side is more comfortable, which is odd in pass pro. And – um, I think I've gotten really good at the right side and at, if not at, if not better than the left side, which is odd. And, um, you know, I've, which is, obvious, there's nothing wrong with that. Like both sides and now I can play both sides. I feel comfortable in three point, two point stances on the right and left side. And, um, I'm just eager to see where I'm at when I step on campus. I mean, I don't coach day and coach Fry are pretty set on tackle. And if that changes and nah, I really don't care, like it's all right, I'll just play whatever. Luke, take Luke, me back a year and a half uh, to when you were still deciding if you wanted to play offensive line versus defensive line. What ultimately was the deciding factor in your mind that said, I actually, I do feel like I can make it on the offensive line? Um. Well, my dad kind of pitched at me, you know, you can be like right now, as he's like right now, you can be a really good like defensive tackle or you can have the opportunity to be a great offensive lineman and just as my body progressed and how I saw myself progressing, I, I felt like I was very versatile and athletic as a defensive tackle, but I also think I was even more versatile and athletic as an offensive lineman. And I just had the body structure as one. And I think overall, just the opportunity, I think there's a better opportunity for me to make it past college as an offensive lineman. Luke, you, you mentioned like, you don't know exactly what's going to happen in 14 days when yeah. you get on campus. And yeah. I'm trying to phrase this the right way because, like, there have been some former Buckeyes asked me about the tackle situation and if you could start as a true freshman. And I said, I don't know. My my philosophy generally is that on the offensive line, you don't want true freshmen to be starting. And that's not to say that you don't have the ability or that other players don't. And I I know that you probably have confidence in your ability. But what will what is actually, like, your mindset and what you think is realistic going yeah. into year one? Well, you know, my dad, I told my dad actually yesterday to stop sending me that stuff because I don't want to get big headed in any way. <laughs> like, dude, stop. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm a, 
I'm at the bottom of, of the bottom of the depth chart, and that's where all freshmen start. And you know, I'm I'm blessed to have a men- Paris as my mentor, and you know, I can go. F- he's told me I can go to him for anything, like just on reading uh, different blitzes and coverages and stuff like that, for to see where blitz is coming from. And because um, he because he he also struggled when he first started as well, re- learning that stuff. And his mentor was Michael Jordan, so so he's just passing it down to me, passing that heritage down to me, and. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, no, I want to – obviously, I think my main goal is to just be – obviously starting. Everyone's main goal to start. But a more realistic goal, I feel like, is too deep and um, just for the next man up. And I'm I'm just glad I get to learn behind a couple guys in this upcoming year and then hopefully take over. Um, but, you know, that's why I'm coming in six months early is to give me that real opportunity of, okay, well, maybe, maybe I do – maybe if I can pick up stuff fast more mentally than – Coach Fry will put me out on the field faster. And, you know, there's been a lot more talks actually on one of the packages for me to come in at that tight end position next year where, where Fry are used. And um, I, I think I can do that for sure as well. So we'll, I'll be interested to see what happens in about seven well, months. Everybody loves to be a bison. Oh, heck yeah. Bison package. <laughs> how and, how you are know, the hands? To be honest, like, not <laughs> all. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a tight end. I play tight end. So <laughs> in middle school, not I didn't so sophomore and freshman year, but I blocked. But yeah, what, what better would it be to score a touchdown? I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably end up getting a flag if I did. But, <laughs> you know, it'd be worth it. Luke, Luke, you were a very active basketball player. I mean, that sort of mindset is similar to that role where you're in that Bison package. <laughs> Have you thought about what number you want to wear on your second jersey if you were in the Bison package? Because, yeah, I mean, forty-one's very appealing, is it? No, I mean, well, Josh wore forty-one. Donovan Jackson wore forty-one a year ago. That's sort of becoming like the Bison number, but that yeah, It's like the block. It's like the block O, only better. Yeah, it's yeah. like the furry O. Hundred percent. What? What fan would want to buy a number 41 jersey? That's so exciting. Hey, you know that <laughs> this this is an opportunity, Luke, to learn a little bit about Ohio State football history. Keith Byers, who was probably the probably the guy who got screwed by the Heisman vote more than anybody in Ohio State history in 1984 when they gave it to Doug Flutie because he completed one pass. Uh, <laughs> Keith Byers wore number 41, and no one has uh, really – no one's really taken it over on offense since then. Josh Proctor obviously wears it on defense, but yeah. it is an opportunity for you to to go out there and say, "Hey, this is I'm going to make this my own." <laughs> imagine, imagine the NIL opportunities if you're an yeah. offensive lineman catching passes in number forty-one. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> I'm not like, we'll see though. I mean, that's a ways away, but I'm not. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Going back to what you said on what number I want to wear. Um, if 55 is open, that'll be number one for sure. But I was thinking, like, I was talking to Toby. I think, like, 51 or 52 would be pretty good number for me. Um, I really don't – like, I'm going to stick to whatever number I get, unless it's, like, 67 or something like that. Like, okay. <laughs> Then I'll have to change. But if it's, a 50, if it's, like, low 55, 52, 51, those three options, those are my three options, whichever everyone, one's open. Everyone loves the double nickel. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. that's Jersey, you can't lie. Like, don't yeah. lie. Yeah, I think that's a dope number. I'm be honest. It, it's got to be weird though, because in some way, I think the Ohio State coaching staff is really hoping 55 is taken next year. 
uh, by a guy that's currently on the roster who wears it. Hey, so that's a that's dude. a that's a debate for another day, I guess. Hey, uh, hey I'll be fine if Matt comes back. That's fine with me. I <laughs> have it, man. Like, it's all yours. Bill, do you have anything else, or have we pestered Luke Montgomery enough for a Friday right before Christmas? <laughs> uh, I I just wanted to to mention Luke that three of the highest paid offensive linemen in the NFL right now are right tackles, so he could be onto something. Good. I could. I we'll see. Like I don't. I'm just. I'm very interested to see honestly where I'm at in about five six months, like going into after summer camp. Very well, the next. The next time that we'll get to talk to you is generally uh, the traditional signing day in February where we'll get uh, to hear about the first four weeks of workouts and how much you're enjoying waking up early to go get uh, in there with Mickey Marotti. That's mm-hmm. that's one of our most fun days of the year, catching up with and uh, meeting in a lot of cases for me, uh, the signees. But you've got that to look forward to. Uh, we wish sure. you a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Uh, you have Merry to give a score prediction for Ohio State and Georgia, and then you can go. Well, I think, honestly, I'm, I'm guessing 42-35 us. Mm. That was the score of the 2014 Sugar Bowl against Alabama, just as a it's <laughs> possible. To, it's possible. Hey, I have one possible. more question for you. Um, two more, actually. You know I, buckle you know, up. I, you know I like to talk, Luke. Um, <laughs> what is the one thing you really want for Christmas this year? So okay. we, we do need to talk about the holiday. Yep. Number two, if by some chance your brother decided to go play college football in Ann Arbor, how does that potentially strain your family for a couple of years? And, and you had to put you, those those yeah, two questions yeah. are not the same. No, no, I really want to I really want to make Luke think here. And oh. have I know because in the process you were not telling him, hey, go, you're not saying follow me, you're not saying do whatever. But are you at a point yet where you're saying go anywhere you want except there? Are you have yeah. you reached that point yet? Yeah, I hundred percent. Um, um, first question. I'm not a big gamer, but I wanted to get a PS5, so I'm hoping I get that. Um, just just for the fact that there's nothing to do in the summer when you're locked in your your cellar, so <laughs> I got to do find something to do. So I'll yeah, get a, get a console. Um, and second one. I mean, like, I was telling Coach Fry, and I'm like, listen, if he goes to Ann Arbor, Coach Larry better have a package for me to take him out on the defensive <laughs> side. You need to run a game up front and just light him up and stand up. That'd You're be willing? the best. <laughs> put that put on my wall everywhere in my house, make sure when he comes in for Thanksgiving stuff, like later years, he just that and terrorizes him. But yeah, so you, honestly, are, you are willing to play defensive tackle for one, for one, for one game. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Let me let, just, let me go. Let me terrorize well, them. Let's hope it doesn't come to that in the Montgomery household. But yeah, I guess I guess we'll see what transpires. Either way, we know that Luke is coming to Columbus. He'll be there in 14 days. Uh, he is very excited about the number one ranked per player signing class in the country at Ohio State. Luke, congratulations again. Thank you for your time. He is Luke Montgomery. That's Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. This has been Freaky Friday on the podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you.